Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. Uh, okay, all right. A toast. A toast. Everyone. A toast. Yeah, everyone grab your uh, bevies. Um, oh, I already opened mine. Oh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> there we go. Foley work. Great um, audio. Stop drinking. I didn't even do the toast yet. Sorry, toast. Do you not know how toasts work? Okay. Uh, uh, okay. A toast to our 150th episode of Warrior Cats. What is that? 150. 150. Thank you to everyone who has stuck through with us. Um, I think we have almost 500 reviews on wow. Spotify and uh, iTunes. Um, and, you know, we have so many folks on Twitter that we interact with. And we're just so grateful you guys are here with us uh can i spoil it Maureen? Yeah. what we're doing this episode yes please it's not like crazy exciting so that's why i was like we might as well just tell folks it's because like you'll be able to figure yeah. it out just like looking at the episode but we are gonna <laughs> do for our 150th an extra long episodic episode so that means yeah, didn't we have... might get through two chapters today right? <laughs> two whole ch- yeah 150 episodes in and we've only finished like what 11 books out of 80 and counting honestly that's i feel like that's pretty good no that's good i mean we have so much more content i know and honestly i've seen podcasts that are like on their a thousandth episode like a 1,400 and they're just like talking about politics and food and how to mortgage your house i think we're doing pretty good just talking about cats and just talking about cats cat politics the only politics i want in my life and and like just real cat existence yeah do you think we'd be through more if i didn't bring in cat facts maybe but it'd be so we like to keep it fresh here so. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's about the whole. It's about the journey. It's about the package. Yeah, not the destination. This is not. This isn't a race. Yeah, this is. The books aren't even done yet. There is no exactly. finish line. Exactly. <laughs> so why rush? Um. Anyway, we just wanted to thank you guys all so very much. Um, I was going to bring Hobbit in with here in here with. I stayed over at a friend's last night. Um, and, uh, so when I got home, he was like, we must now become one. I am your child and you left me. He does like have like a little bit issues. Like he has a bit of a, he was a COVID cat, you know? And I, if I, it kind of worked out because if I think I've said it before, if I hadn't been working from home at the time, there was no way I would be able to do the care that he needed. Um, Mm -hmm. but so like... (laughs) apparently he like crawled into my cousin's bed my roommate and like just slept with her being like oh god she's she's gone forever because last like the other couple times i've left she and i had like gone on like family trips together so we've both been gone i think that was the first time like just i left and he was like hi guys can i sweep with you i flew up i'm so scared in that big room (laughs) And it's funny because her cat also sometimes when she's gone will come and be like hang out in my room and just sit at the end of my bed being like, hey, I'll keep watch for, for when she comes back. So. Oh my gosh. Two two things this reminds me of. Please. One, do you remember watching my son? 
oh, 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 do I remember. Uh, for those who don't know, Maureen used to have Miles, who was a geriatric dog. Um, my my old man. I pet sit. He came and stayed at my house for one night. The whole night. The whole time. The whole 48 hours. He would not poop. He only pooped (laughs) once when my roommate (laughs) took him on a walk. And I was like, Amy, you are the the dog whisperer. I was so anxious that he wasn't pooping. And then the whole night, this room was right by um, the front door. And I had neighbors who would go in and out. And he, whenever, like, someone passed by or opened a door, he was like, <gasps> like, he had a, he, he was having a panic attack the whole night. And I was just like, man, 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 <laughs> I gotta get, like, a child. little bit of sleep. He couldn't, he couldn't do it. He, I, yeah, that was some separation anxiety for, for the, everyone that. involved. That was insane. <laughs> what was the other thing this reminded you of? Um, remember, I, ju- my junior year. Um, when I was living in that house by North Campus. Yeah. And I had that roommate who had the cat Einstein. The oh, terror yeah. cat. Yeah. And my roommate, he was gone, um, like, on a, like, a, a school thing for, like, over a week. And this cat, and we were in my bedroom, and I had my door open so my cat could get in. And we're, like, just about to go to sleep. And, like, we turned the light off, and then that cat was, at like, in my doorway, like, screaming at us. <laughs> I see. The thing was, I feel like Einstein was such a weird cat. I barely remember him, except for, like... Her. Oh, her. <laughs> see? I barely met Einstein. No, she would just sit in the corner and yell at my cat. Yeah. She was something. Yeah, that's all she did. But she, she didn't have her dad, so she came up to my room, and I just, I just like turned the light on, and was like, "Get out!" <laughs> she was like, "I don't want to sleep with you. I want to make sure no one in this house sleeps." <laughs> she just, like she, she bite. She was not. She was not a happy cat. Pure chaos. Poor thing. Amira, Amira did very well with her though. Like, yeah. Amira would, Amira would go in for the single slap. Because the cat would literally sit in a corner and just scream at her, but it never went further than a single slap. So, she hats knew. off to Amira. Amira's like, yep. I understand your limits, and I understand I am stronger than you. Talk it, get hit. Mm-hmm. Well, um, have you read anything? Um, nah. Right. But I mm-hmm. did recently pre-order some books. Oh. So, April, so it's April now, I have two books that are going to be coming in this month. I'm going to be getting In a Garden Burning Gold by Rory Power, and then I'm going to be getting the newest Warrior Cat book. Can I know what it's called? A Starless Clan is the series name, because we're starting a new series. Right, you've told me that. This is Warriors, A Starless Clan, River. Oh, man. Guess who's on the cover of this one, Brenna? You get one guess. That might, uh, might be hard since, like, it could be anyone. No, it's exactly the first one you thought of. 
Is it? Oh, I'm blanking really hard on her name right now. Misty Foot? Yeah! Oh! <laughs> I was going through, like, every M sound in my head, being like, mama, 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 mama. What is it? Mommy, mo, mo, me, me, miss, miss, missy, Mom? missy, Elliot, mom, no, missy foot. <laughs> yeah. Well, good for her. I mean, she's already had a cover. Yeah, yeah. Reasons. We'll, hope, we'll see if she earns, if how she earns this Thank one. <laughs> If she just, like, puts a dude in uh, their place. Or, or, what if we don't mention any men? No men. What? No, no male cats are mentioned at all in the book. No, uh, I think, well, I do think we only have one boy protagonist. Our, uh, our main three protagonists are River Clan, a shadow... River Clan She Cat, a Shadow Clan She Cat, and uh, Thunder Clan Tom, I think. Oh. So we do actually have nice, more more gals, nice... more POV gals. So I'll take it. That's all I missed, Jenda. Anyway, I've read two books this week. Ooh. It's less impressive than it sounds because these are both picture books. Um. <laughs> I'm still, hey, still counts. I'm still reading my big, uh, like, other books that are still in progress. But yeah, I, yeah. like, had, I'm, like, slowly unpacking my library, and I was like, oh, I have these picture books that I, like, got these past couple of years and I haven't read yet. Um, I, first one I have is The Book of Mistakes by Corinna Lucan? Lyukin? It's L-U-Y-K-E-N. So, not 100% sure. Um, my sister gave this to me for my birthday one year, and it's really cute. It's basically someone's drawing a picture, but then, you know, they draw the arms too long, or at, oops, one the ink splattered, and just watching <laughs> how um, the drawing grows as they make mistakes oh. and incorporate the mistakes into the art piece. Um, That's fun. It's very good. It's um, It's one of those books that you don't fully understand it i think as a kid but it's just fun to look at um and then when you're older you're like oh i i understand what this is about um and this one um i'm gonna actually not be able to link on story graph or even goodreads because uh it's not in there since this is a self uh this is a published work it has an isbn code but it seems to be just like a smaller print so it's not i don't believe it's available for mass market purchasing um, mm. and, but cause I actually got this last pride in Minneapolis and I got to meet the author. Um, it's, yep, that's my mommy by, uh, by Jean Mountain and illustrated by Ashley Finch. And it's based on the author's own experience of being a transgender mother. Um, and it's told through the perspective of the child, just like going to school and when they go out and, you know, sort of, um, what a child might encounter when their uh, parent is transgender and having to mm -hmm. um, explain like um, gender identity and that with folks who probably aren't exposed to it. And it's a really good, cute read, very wholesome. Um, 
and yeah, it's entirely based on her own. And they even talk about Two Spirit because the author is also um, native. Um, so she talks about that and they reference it in there. And they have in the back, they have like questions that teachers can ask for like discussion, you know, after. Oh, that's nice. Reading it to the class, you know, it's, so it's not just a, um, it's not just like a nice story. It's also, um, you know, discussion starters for children. So I will have that yeah. linked directly to the publisher. Um, Cause that's the only place that explains the book and also gives you a link to the author. Um, but you know, not, nice. not, not sponsored. I just wanted to share what I read. Nice. Well, Oh, I, I said I pre-ordered three books. I also put in my pre-order for Nona the ninth. <gasps> oh, those opened. Yep. That's, uh, it comes out in September, I believe. And I'll be taking a couple days off work for that release. <laughs> Very excited. Heck yeah. Well, All let's right. let's keep being excited. Because I'm Amber Hart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? <laughs> so because last episode last episode we went house hunting mm -hmm. well we came we back found... house hunting yeah yes and, we came back and we kind of just hunting. were like guys this is what we found is that great and everyone's like yeah but where should we meet when we need to fight each other once a month and everyone's like well we don't fight we fight with our words um and like Hawkfrost decided to be like Mm, I want that island, and it just made me so mad. I hate him yes. so much. And then, and then I who, know who was the other mud, mud, mudclaw also. Mudclaw. Oh, he was you know being pretty, pretty full of himself. I'd say acting like a leader before his leader's even in the ground. <sighs> to be fair, Tallstar can't do much right I, now. I I understand, but my goodness. But he doesn't have to be such a tool about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just a lot of frustration. Oh, also, um, Brambleclaw was also a tool. It was a, it's a trio of tools. Yeah. Everyone, everyone was a tool. Wow. I think, I think we're, should get maybe together. like, we're really struggling with male characters right now. All the male characters right now are like very frustrating. Like, even... Even Crow, Crow Feather, like, yeah. who had a oh, moment yeah, there of, like, having a cute moment with the elders, and then he turned around and was like, who are you? One of my friend's sisters? <clears throat> I don't like you. Right. And it's like, okay, Crow Feather, like, we understand. I'm glad that you're, like, g getting into the mode of we're not all friends anymore. My goodness. Yeah, what a, what a tool. What a tool. I've... These boys are being tools. We gotta, we gotta get back on track. We, we want our good boys back. Just like one. <laughs> we'll take one good boy. All right. So Brambleclaw can't get comfortable. I wonder why. 
he thinks there's a branch in his side, but that's not it. It's probably you being a jerk to your girlfriend, just keeping you up. <sighs> yeah, he can't get used to sleeping alone without the warmth of Squirrel Flight's body next to him. Ew, ew, what a terrible situation you put yourself in. He thinks she went to sleep next to Ashfur, but he's not sure. She's nowhere near him. I like... I don't feel any type of pity for you, guy. Yeah. Well, actually, it's not a branch. It's guilt. It's not a branch. No, it's bark face. <laughs> Were you just lying on top of bark face? Were you just... And you're like, oh, man, this thing's... He's like, oh, this is bony. And bark face is like, I've been starving. Ow, that's my rib. <laughs> No, Barkface is poking him. Barkface oh, him. oh, I thought <laughs> I thought he was literally on top of Barkface. And Barkface had been like accepting his fate. I'm just a skinny woodclant cat. I can't I can't shove this big thunderclamp bimbo oh, off. Oh god, me. he's just okay. Go to your happy place, Barkface. <laughs> just uh make like a tree and pretend this dude isn't Oh, he's snoring? Is he snoring? <laughs> Barkface was around. I think Barkface is is uh accepting of this imaginary smothering because he's met Firestar. Yeah, and he's like, "Man, I'm being smothered to death, but at least he's not screaming in his sleep." <laughs> well, Barkface has never slept in the same vicinity as Firestar. But you're gonna tell me during the old time gatherings. Every single warrior from Thunderclan was not telling everyone about how they can't get a good night's rest because of this this kitty pet who apparently has visions who's been keeping us up ever since he and then there and the the younger kids are like yeah he was like that in the training uh area too so get used to it Barface like. Oh, they were just like, man, we were so glad, actually, when he became leader, so he left the den. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, Barface didn't know, but he was aware. He's like, haha, glad I don't have that. So bad, it was so bad it got to the Wind Clan medicine cat. <laughs> anyway, what does Barkface actually need? Uh, he's looking for Firestar. Oh. Actually, because Tallstar is asking for him. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, no, I didn't- Crap. You didn't crap. tell me this was gonna be a sad episode. Tallstar's probably dying. Oh, man. I gotta yeah, find Firestar. Yeah, dude, what the heck? So Brambleclaw goes to find Firestar, and Barface is gonna go find one This whisker. is gonna be a terrible long episode. I'm gonna be crying. Ooh. Sucks to suck. I didn't even get tissues. You could give me warning. Do you want to go grab some? I'm a blanket. Okay. Well, I'll just use that if... Oh, man, this is gonna suck. Alright, so he finds Firestar sharing tongues with Sandstorm, and Firestar goes to Tallstar at once. Kind of surprising Barkface didn't just go straight to him, but I guess it makes sense. Cause we need he to was get looking the... for him. Well, I think it's more so we need to get the main character involved with this plot point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. For sure, but it's still, like it's dark. It's still dark out. It's honestly, it's, if like, so I early. if I was a Wind Clan cat and they told me, "Hey, go to Thunder Clan," 
and find the leader, I would be very, I would try to get it done as quickly as possible. Because you step on a ThunderClan person and they end up with, like, a, a vision. <laughs> well, Bramblefall peeks into Tallstar's nest and tells him that Firestar is here. He'll wait outside. Tallstar asks if it's Brambleclaw. Don't go. He should hear what he has to say. Oh. Brambleclaw's like, oh, this is weird. But so did Brambleclaw okay. just follow Firestar? He, like, announced Firestar. Oh, okay. He was he was being his valet. Uh, I was trying to yeah. figure out how he stayed in the story. I was like, oh. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. He's here now. Tallstar's like, I know we need you for narration purposes. Yeah. Like corner, <laughs> He's like, bud. listen, when you're a cat who's dying, you understand the drama of it all. Tallstar is alone. They're still waiting for one whisker. And his chest heaves as he fights for breath. God, this sucks. Tallstar's eyes shone with the light of Star Clan. That's that's a very depressing way of saying his eyes look like they glazed over. Yeah, he only looked like he's dead. Like, he looks like he's dying. Like, oh, thanks, guys. We could have just said that. It's pretty sensitive. I appreciate it, though. I I think uh, Shining with the Light of Star Clan is very beautiful. Yeah, it's very beautiful, very romantic. Very romantic way to say I'm, I'm almost dead. Well, Tallstar thanks Firestar. He saved WindClan. And Brambleclaw. He's journeyed a long way to find this place for them. And even Graystripe, may he walk with StarClan, would agree that Brambleclaw would make a worthy deputy for ThunderClan. Bro! Brambleclaw gasps like, oh, oh man, Bro! we're not supposed to go there. Tallstar knows. Tallstar knows. He's like, I gotta bring in all my boys. All my boys. I'm, I love for the drama. He really is. You're gonna, he is doing, he's going out. Like, I'm gonna, like, leave you with so much drama. Goodbye. I love that. That's the only way. You know what? I think that's every gay's dream to die yeah with a little bit of drama you know just like one secret yeah. like secret hidden chest that you gotta find through a scavenger hunt they can't forget about you anytime soon no turn no. all of their lives first the rumors have to fly okay what what else pray tell uh damaging things are you going to say <laughs> before first you release your on this coil bro First, we need to stew on this a little because Brambleclaw does not dare look at Firestar. I, who had I wouldn't. I would. Him. My, I would not want to breathe. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, I would sink into the ground. Oh god! But Brambleclaw feels the grip of ambition like talents. Oh, he doesn't god. want to admit it, but he wants to be deputy. Oh my! He wants to be leader. God. Ooh. Get this guy off the stage. (laughs) Who is this? Who is this? Is this... Ugh. Who are you, Hawkfrost? Well, he wonders if this had been what Tigerstar had felt. But he knows that he would never lie, murder, and betray to get that power as his father had. Um, uh, He didn't have just terrible, terrible 
terrible idea. Tiger Star did not have anxiety the way you do. No. No, Sir. my child. You're fine. All right. Firestar tells Tallstar to rest. You're speaking nonsense. Says, my best friend is alive. But Tallstar says rest will do him no good. Firestar doesn't even pretend. And tells him that he'll be a noble addition to the ranks of Star Clan. <clears throat> and he presses his muzzle to Tallstar's. But before he goes, there's something Tallstar must say. Oh my god. He chokes, his paws scrambling on the dry leaves. Firestar tells Brambleclaw to fetch Barkface, but Tallstar stops him. There's nothing any medicine cat can do for him now. He has something important to say. Where's one whisker? I don't know, you didn't say to bring him. Brambleclaw offers to go get him. Tallstar says to tell one whisker that it is time so brambleclaw leaves gonna go find one whisker and is relieved to find him racing towards him already right good okay had found him so he enters tallstar's den tallstar says before he goes to star clan there is something he must do okay i feel like we could have uh you could have told us like a month ago i know that we were really busy but okay what do you think he's going to do? What do you think he's going to say? I, I don't know. I have no idea what he's capable of doing. He's, he's, he's like, <laughs> bed-bound. Firestar, one whisker. Listen. Mudclaw is a brave warrior, but he is not the right cat to lead Wind Clan. They've learned that the future of the clans lies in friendship. And he wants no rivalry between WindClan and ThunderClan once he is gone. They must have no enemies. But that can't happen if Mudclaw leads. Firestar and One Whisker share a glance, and they both seem uncomfortably aware that this ideal lasting friendship is not gonna happen, no matter who leads the clan. Tallstar says from this moment, Mudclaw is no longer deputy. Oh, uh, you, you can, you can do that. You can just fire. You can just fire him. Right? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Um. Cool, bro. I feel like. I feel like you're you're getting out of a bit of responsibility here, bro. I feel like you could have done this like I feel it seems like you've been ruminate, ruminating on this a while and you've had this awareness for a while that he wasn't the right choice. So I'm you're basically saying I don't want to fire him. You guys do it. I'll you die. Don't. And then you guys will deal with the fallout. Because I'll be dead. Yep. And... Tall Star! You get back here! You can't do that! Bro! You stay right here, old man. What? 
kind of a, like, a, wow, kind of a rude move there, bro. It's drama. I love it. I'm living for it. It's hilarious. <laughs> but wow. Yeah, it's kind of a lot. Yeah, a little bit. What, what do they even say? All right. Well, Tallstar says these words before Star Clan. He gasps. He's gasping this. He's barely breathing. Yeah, like, is he going to pick up replacement? Because I'm nervous he's not going to make it past this next sentence. Wind Clan must have a new deputy. One whisker must lead the clan when he's gone. <laughs> Bramble Claw. Wait. One whisker? One whisker. Because, you know, he and Firestar are buds. And he's such a nice boy. Isn't one whisker, like... Okay. I thought he was old. One whisker? No, he's like Firestar's age. Oh, okay. Maybe a little older than Firestar. But not that much older. Okay, cool. Never mind. That's fine, then. He is considered a senior warrior, but... I mean, that's... Oh, that's, still... that's okay. Alright, yeah. I, I... I thought he was older than that. I mean, I really have no objections ex except for, like, um, the fact that you waited for the last second to do this. But okay. Alright. Brambleclaw and Firestar exchange a startled glance. <laughs> these, are, these are not the correct words to choose the deputy. I, uh... But that is what Tallstar intended. So, didn't quite use the right words, the right ceremony words. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious this is, um, not the correct progression of things. Way to go about this. This is not the usual process. This is not, this is not what we've established. So it's, it, I'm sorry, this is hilarious. This is so funny. Like, it's so, <laughs> like, he literally is like, come here, everyone. It's very extra. I want two at least two of the most um reactionary and stressable people in the world to be in here i don't really know when whisker i don't really know how you are um and and he didn't even bring mudclaw in on it like that's that's yeah, maybe would have that's the real thing because i feel like mudclaw he is kind of a tool but he respects the code enough that if he had been present, he wouldn't have been able to object. Exactly. Although, but I... except if he used the wrong words, he might object to that and say that wasn't legitimate. Yeah, but then we could have given him the time to figure it out. Like, give him one more sentence. Or be like, hey, man, chill out. He's dying. Um, oh, God, this is messy. This is messy. Messy. Firestar is shocked, and his neck fur bristles, and his claws dig into the ground. Tallstar, no! One whisker sounds horrified. <laughs> no! <laughs> that's not, that's usually not, like, the best reaction from your chosen one. He looks from one whisker to Firestar to Bram. You guys just gotta let him get away with this! Tallstar murmurs that he's grateful to have brought the clans this far. One whisker. Treat their friends well, 
when he leads their clan. Remember everything ThunderClan has done for them. Okay, I mean... Tallstar, I'll do my best, but... But Tallstar's head has slipped down into Oh my! And his breathing became quick and shallow. I can't even, like, be sad that he's dying because... The drama. It's like, I feel like, I wish it was, yeah, this was, I suppose I could, um, like, do the reality TV show, like, stings, like, the ox, like, just like the, duh, like, you know. Brambleclaw feels a faint breeze and the murmurs of paw steps. Something brushes his pelt. And for a moment, he sees starlight reflected in Firestar's eyes. It feels like the tiny den is packed full. I love but how they always, heartbeat. like, make it weird. <laughs> but in a heartbeat, the den is empty. Barkface entered. Cinderpelt had given him some herbs. He stops, staring at Tallstar. Yeah, I feel like, okay, I feel like they should have kept Barkface there, too. Yeah. Like, Barkface, I know Barkface was just supposed to, from what it sounds like, Barkface went... Was like, okay, I got Firestar. Um, oh, I'm gonna go get some herbs while I'm over here. Um, and then, like, yeah. wasn't there for the very important cultural thing that it, I feel like Barkface, I feel like we were missing some people. Brambleclaw, I yeah. would trade your presence for the other cats. Literally anyone else. But, anyone um, else. Like, I feel like. Leafpaw, even, a uh, medicine cat. Like, oh, let me come help. Wow, they really. But no, that wouldn't have been any better. This is. Nice. No. Well, Firestar tells him quietly that it's too late for herbs. Tallstar was still. His spirit departed. Yeah, I don't think you have to tell Barkface that. I'm pretty sure the, the medicine cat was able to put that together, sir. I know. I. Oh my god. One Whisker pushes his nose into Tallstar's fur, oh. and Barkface murmurs that he walks with Star Clan. That's Bramble his body, guys. Feels... That's his body. Brambleclaw's throat feels tight with grief. Tallstar hadn't been his leader, but he had been a noble cat. Honestly, he was... Oh, God. This series is gonna suck now. <laughs> We've lost, like, all the, like... I guess we got some new chaotic characters, but, you know, it always sucks when the yeah. old, like, ah, it sucked when Blue Star left, sucked when, um, Yellow Fang left, now Tall Star. Now Tall Star. Man. Ugh. Even the drama, uh, Tiger Star brought, like, I know he had to, he had to die, whatever, but, Firestar waits a few moments before touching One Whisker's shoulder. He needs to tell his clan. Tallstar appointed him deputy. He wants One Whisker to be leader now. Squeezy. One Whisker looks up. <laughs> One Whisker looks up with grief and confusion. <laughs> Firestar, I can't do this. He pleads, I can't take over as leader. Eh? Well, kind of too he late, man. He hesitates and asks if they really need to do what he said. Oh, like guys, the right words. He was dying. He couldn't think clearly. So we like, like, one whisker's like, "Do we have to?" Like, 
Toy oh, Spin I thought it was Firestar saying happen. that. No, no, one whisker. One whisker's like, ooh, can we just, like, pretend this didn't A pretty, That is pretty hilarious. One whisker's like, I don't want this responsibility falling onto <laughs> me, so I'm just gonna be like, hey. Right, guys? We just pretend that didn't happen? Yeah, we just pretend it didn't happen. I mean, <laughs> let's be real. It was just us three. So, if you guys keep your mouth shut, if you guys please keep your mouth shut, please, 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 please. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, King. Firestar's eyes are sympathetic, but he tells one whisker firmly that Tallstar knew exactly what he wanted. Sympathetic, he my wanted butt. He, he's also excited for the drama. He's like, you know what? It's been a hot minute. And, and we're like, we literally were just worried yesterday about not being able to talk to our god. Ah, but that's just regular drama. This is some fun drama. Well, we, we did, we don't even acknowledge this, but we did just feel Star Clan's presence. They're here. Oh, I know. I just assumed, so. like, that kind of happens every time someone dies. We have some psycho babble BS yeah. that we just never, just never really acknowledge. <laughs> How very powerful our society is. But, you know. Yeah. We got some other well, stuff Bramble to Claw, deal with. If this had been Leafpaw, she would have been like, oh my gosh, God hasn't abandoned us and I have physical proof. But Brambleclaw just, like, doesn't. Brambleclaw's like, oh, that was weird. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> oh my God. Our poor girl. Well, he wanted One Whisker to succeed him as leader. Would he betray the trust and honor Tallstar has given him? Oh, wow. He said, what? He said, what? Barkface demands? Yeah, Barkface is over here like... Yeah, Barkface hadn't been there. No, I know. Barkface I know. Like, Barkface's reaction I'm living for because Barkface is like, right. what are you guys talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. This is exactly what Tallstar wanted. God bless him. I I love this. I am now calling this the tall the Tallstar butterfly effect because this is a domino of like he's just like let me just boop and like now everything that happens I think is about to be a whoosh crescendo of dominoes falling. I twenty episodes from now I'm gonna be like and this is what Tallstar wanted. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. Barkface says he understands it's a shock, but it means one whisker is clan leader in the sight of Star Clan. <laughs> Barkface. Barkface doesn't like, question it. He's like, "Yeah, that's on brand." Come on. Like, yeah, that's on brand. That's him. That's Tallstar. That's so funny. He's like, "I knew that, bro. I've known this kid for so long. Are you kidding me?" He, of course he, of course he pulled that bullshit. Of course he pulled that, pull that kind of thing. Sorry, I forgot there were children about. Mudclaw. One whisker <gasps> stares at them in dismay. What is he gonna say to him? Do people? I I know it's probably toxic, but two people shit them. One whisker and Mudclaw. 
I don't think I've seen that one, though. Huh. I don't know. Ask the internet. I just... Oh, Do okay. you? One second. One second, well, no, no, no. You can't Google anything. <laughs> do, I mean, do you want me? I was just saying our fans can let us know. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure it's it, sure. It's got to. It's got to. Every ship in here exists in one way or another. And if it doesn't, you guys know we make it. <laughs> Lord knows we do. Okay, well. Well, Firestar, Firestar offers to make the announcement while he figures out what to say to each cat. Firestar, no. Would he? One whisper. No, test? guys, don't Thank let you. Firestar stick his nose in it. Come on. Firestar nods, but Brambleclaw is uneasy because he agrees with you. He knows that they're friends, but surely one whisker should be acting on his own now. And there's gonna be enough shock without the implication that Firestar. Has yeah, been it was involved. like the implication, guys. Yeah, yeah. So, drama. You want to hit me with a cat fact? Oh my gosh. That was nuts. I, I am, yeah. yeah. I, oh my. Now we all have to deal with the fallout. <sighs> I, I did not expect that. Like, I knew once I knew his I knew his time was coming mm-hmm. but wow I just thought it was gonna be like messy because you know he, he dies and then and then Mudclaw is kind and then of we have to tool. deal with Mudclaw yeah, yeah like I thought I thought it'd be like you know we're kind of used to that I was like oh it's gonna suck that you know we're gonna have another antagonistic clan to deal with instead of kind of an ally but now we have just a mess. Okay. One of the errands was probably like, wait, we can't have a mud star, can we? Oh, we oh, that, that is disappointing. I'm like fanning myself. That was. You're just like, ooh, all that drug heated. I feel like I was just at a like a brunch with my friends, and I just found out like uh, someone's boyfriend has been cheating on them for twelve months, like. Okay. All right. <laughs> Without further ado. Ooh, ooh. Uh, uh. folks. Everyone on board because this ship is about to sail off. We are leaving um, where we were before. And now we're heading to the beautiful, the wonderful land of Lima, Peru. Oh. Because uh, I forgot that this is the Lao Belly, or that's our ship name. <laughs> anyway, let's hit the uh, coastline of Lima, Peru, uh, because we're going to the Mula Mira Flores district in Lima, Peru, because they have a parku or Park Kennedy Kennedy Park that is a park in this district of Lima, Peru that is absolutely infested with cats. Um, so 
uh, Mila Flores. Sounds like my kind of park. The the Kennedy Park there. Um, from the research I was able to do, is basically like a, a kind of like their uh Central Park. It's it's their main sort of district. You can go to artists. There's buskers, and there it's a lively part of the city. Um, and it's very beautiful. Um, and it's a little bit overrun with cats. Um, I will say, uh, this was one of the places when I was researching it, I did have to depend a lot on, um, people's travel blogs and, um, not necessarily news sources to find information. So everything, we're just going to take it and sprinkle a little bit of salt on it. So I, I did try to find as many reliable places to back up these claims and like there are photos of the cats so i'm not doubting that there's cats there but you know um yeah a lot of this is coming from firsthand people accounts so there are cats in this park why well we don't really know um locals uh have told sort of rumors that um at one point like the the priests uh in the nearby churches had to get cats to help you know deal with rodent infestations like we've seen before, the cats get out and they take over the nearby park. And perhaps people um, who have cats they can no longer care for just leave them in this park. And these cats aren't spayed or neutered, so they just kind of take over the park like the little rabbits they are. Um, apparently, yeah. there used to be a... Uh, there's like an exact number of cats that are in this park. And they have declined in the amount. Um... Thankfully, um, while there, it's kind of a mixed, um, from what I was able to find locally, like some people really like it. Some people don't like it. They, they consider the cats pests. Yeah. They want to deal with it through like, you know, like a poison or like a, um, yeah, like a, a control situation. Thankfully though, a local group, um, which I am going to be linking to and, uh, please excuse my pronunciation because, this, uh, their entire website was in Spanish, so I did have to use Google Translate. Um, so ah. they there's a local group called the Voluntary Group for Feline Defense, the GVDF, um, and they uh, were existed um, for over 15 years now. But in 2013, they became an official like uh, nonprofit, and their yeah. main objective as a uh, organization is to protect the animals in Kennedy Park. So they have traps, spayed, neutered, rehomed, feed. Excellent. Like they they made they uh their regular things that they do is they feed the cats, they give them their vaccines, deworm them, they sterilize and they uh neuter um you know and they are trying to permanently get these cats like adopted. So there are some feral yeah. cats that are still living there. Um uh, but like one blog yeah, I found but yeah, it is. It is a good effort because yeah. it's something apparently like, it has uh, been come up to the city, and apparently some city officials are like, "This is a pest control problem," and you know, this volunteer group is like, "No, these cats aren't pests. This is a problem we made. Let's to handle mm -hmm. this in a non like a way that won't harm the animals." Um, and yeah, and TNR, you know, eventually, you know, if they can't have kittens, they're not going to exactly. multiply. Exactly, TNR and, is know, probably it, the best. It takes longer. It gets, but... it does, and and they were. And the nice thing is, a lot of these cats, since they're exposed so often to tourists and to the regular people, a lot of them aren't feral, so they are able to rehome them. 
Um, That's good. Oh, one issue. And I, okay, I'm just going to mention this because I saw this in a line in like an official, um, like document, like in, when I was researching, I found an actual article written by CBS news talking about the issues at the park. And then it had one line in this article that I was like, wait a minute. And all my research, I've not seen anything about this. And it flabbergasted me. Um, so, and the, the feline defense folks, you know, they're regularly, um, interviewed and they were interviewed for this article for CBS news. And they were like, another thing we do is we do guard duty in the time during, um, this, uh, in September, there is a festival where cats are eaten. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm not going to judge anyone for eating any sort of animals, like, in any capacity. Um, but the way they were talking about it made it seem like this was, like, some sort of religious festival where cats are trapped and then eaten. And I was like, that seems like... It sounds like fake news. (laughs) Like, I don't doubt that it happens, but I don't think, like, the way this is being written about, um is like it's sort of like the black cat thing that happens at Halloween that I've debunked before where yes it is a thing yeah so did so okay so what i found is yeah, i was like did you do some investigative journalism here i now? did i did guys and all i found was peter wrote about it Oh, yeah, and then so all it's all probably the, not uh, I a found thing. like articles about it, but all of the articles sound, were like super like kind of just racist and were like talking about this festival as oh. if it was like a barbaric thing. And like uh the people interviewed are like, you know, this is kind of like the running of the bulls for us. So I really don't think these people are stealing stray cats for this festival. Cats are probably actually eaten at this festival, but like they're not running, breaking into people's houses and taking their pets. Like, I, I, no. I, I think what's happening is they're probably taking like stray cats for this festival and like, or have like barn cats. I don't. I'm not gonna judge people for eating animals in any capacity because that's just like a racist thing to do. Uh, and I'm not. Yeah. And I'm not gonna trust PETA to give me an honest uh, depiction no. of a religious festival in a foreign country because I. In all the sources I found, I could not find anyone, like, legitimately explaining, like, I found, like, a million re- they're like, this is this, who this festival's for, but they don't know that in the Bible, this festival, this person, legit- and I was like, this all just seems kind of racist, guys. Like, it sounds like you're just really misconstruing this. So, and honestly, in all my research, and even on the website for the voluntary group of feline defense they don't like mention it (laughs) um like i feel like if it was that big of a problem they would be like petitioning their local government to like end it and in reality the only thing i could find is like they ran they ran a like um like a a donation campaign because all of their um stuff is like Nonprofit, so they are entirely funded by donations. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like of all the people who would mention this issue, they probably mentioned it on here. Maybe it was dipped in here somewhere, but honestly, 
I I don't think that that festival is I think it was not cons it was misconstrued in the what I found um, and like the article um, I found from like uh, about PETA and like from the place these were all from like 2008 so I don't yeah. think people the, the the CBS one was from um, uh, 2012 so a couple of years later but ah uh, so, uh, there is a car, there is a, a park in Peru, there are cats, um, there might also be a, um, cat eating festival in, in, in a certain part of Peru, but I don't, I, I just think, I don't think the main point is they eat cats. I think that they, no, cat probably, might, they might, that's probably not the, you know, cats are a traditional dish in some places, so it's yeah. probably just that, and someone got their ears and eyes on that was like <gasps> and we're jerks about it um so yeah uh if i find out more or if anyone is from peru and can um i just i don't want to misconstrue it in any way because i found it so late into my research i was like uh -huh. <laughs> i was like i gotta dig into this and then when i dug into it i was like oh pita get out of here ah. you're so i i am going to link um the uh the gddf uh place they have the cutest um their uh logo has a cat in traditional peruvian outfits um and it's the cutest thing in the world so i will link to them um they have like their mission um cats up for adoption i do believe they have a shop and a donation uh link um their shop i think is local um, so I don't know if you're going to visit Peru, maybe stop by and, uh, you can donate digitally to them, uh, that the donation fund that they ran is over. It was a couple of years ago, but you can do donate to them directly on their website. So that will all be linked. You can check out the blogs that I reference and check out their website. Um, like, and I also will link like not good sources, for the Peruvian uh, cat festival, but I I'll link it so you can check it out. I I'm not going to link PETA, though. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't do that here. Yeah, it's... And if you don't know the issues with PETA, that's something you guys will uh, please take time to research them and the things that they've done, because they are not a... They're not a great uh, group. No. Also, since it's April and it's Autism Awareness Month, I'm just going to say, uh, don't donate to Autism Speaks, either. <laughs> Speaking of bad organizations. Yeah. Anyway, so what what's really important is, either way, there are some local folks that really love those cats, and there's local organizations caring for them. So, I think it's actually, this is That's a good. happy ending, that this cat park isn't as much of a cat park. Um, the, there was a person... Uh, one of the blogs I will have linked was like, when I went to this cat park for the first time in like 2012, I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. There's so many cats here. And then when I returned later in like 2016, I was like, huh, there's like only like a couple strays. And she found out it was because of this organization. So she was like, oh, that's good. This is good. And honestly, of all the places we've talked about, um, I am glad that an organization was able to step up and help because similar to the last place in Greece that we talked about, it can, it can cause a lot of issues 
um, for those animals in the end. So it's better that they are taken care of um, and uh, have found homes. Yeah. And that the and that the folks that and the ones that are feral that haven't been able to, well, we they are still getting attention and medical care that they need. Yes. All right. So, ahoy, we're done with that. A little bit of an interesting ahoy. one. Um, that one I just I really I really honestly did that. I guess it, it's a little bit like this episode. We weren't expecting that twist. <laughs> and, and this is and, an episode of twists. Brambleclaw follows Firestar to the stump. You know, that stump. <laughs> nice. Oh my god. I just realized we're not all at separate camps yet. This mess is about to oh, happen yeah, in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> okay! So one whisker goes to sit among the roots. Whisk it up there. Uh, uh, but Firestar, yeah, tells him, like, get up on this stump, boy. Okay, good, 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 good. And Brambleclaw thinks it's time one whisker gets over his shock and starts acting like a leader. Oh, okay, all right. You know what? Uh, Brambleclaw, it's shut three up. Minutes. Oh my god, <laughs> I pot kettle and... black, you little freak. <laughs> Like, how dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, call him, I keep calling Bramble Claw Freak. But come on. Like, what is, what is up with you? Someone pee in your Cheerios, dude? Like, he, like, he started sipping, like, just, like, unhinged juice last episode he was like like something about his his half brother saying like one nice sentence to him like flipped the joker switch in his brain (sighs) it really threw him off that's for sure like (laughs) it's this bramble claws incel era (laughs) he has a girlfriend he doesn't need to be such a freak. <laughs> I will not call him an incel. I'm what sorry. did you just throw at me? He's a gum wrapper. Okay. The punctuated that our audience, the punctuation that our audience missed was the the the, the wrapper throwing in defiance. There. Now I'll put that in. <laughs> Okay, God, okay. Alright. Firestar calls the clans to hear the news. Mm, I don't want to be here. I don't actually want to be here for this. This is like telling your kids you got a divorce. Like, It's gonna... Cats stir around them. God, they're gonna find out their grandpa died and that grandpa hated your dad. Like... This is literally the worst reading of the wills ever. Cats stir around them, and some cat murmurs, What does he want now? <laughs> uh, fire stars on the stump okay, again. That is, okay, 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 that is hilarious. That is the errands being self-aware. Yes. Firestar announces Tallstar's death. 
He's dead. All Ouch. right. Good job, dude. Rock. Sensitive like a machete. Tornier says he's been leader since before he was born. Oh. What will happen to Wind Clan without him? Oh. That's so and Tornier... sad. And Tornier's apprentice, Owlpaw, bows his head, too overcome to speak. Oh. And Mosspelt, Mosspelt, a River Clan queen, touches him on the shoulder and assures him that Tallstar was a noble cat who will be welcomed by Star Clan. Oh, so sweet. You can tell, man, Winkland really loved him. Which yeah. is so hilarious that he's like, oh, Winkland, I love you too. Here. And he just poops in their hands collectively before he goes. <laughs> he was like, there you go, bud. Deal with that. And they're like, we don't even have soap yet. We just moved in. Move in days tomorrow. <laughs> From somewhere in the back, a single voice rose up with a wail of grief, <laughs> and it echoes in Brambleclaw's heart. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I. I didn't mean to laugh. I thought he was gonna say, "Oh, does that make Mudclaw leader?" Like I, th I didn't think that. I thought they were gonna be like a single voice from the back ask for Mudclaw. Like I didn't expect them to start crying, though I really should have. I'm sorry. I'm being just very disrespectful. Firestar continues that he was there when Tallstar died, and he said, Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't... Uh, I know we would say... I know we, I know we said we would go long, guys. Um, You didn't... It's okay, oh. you got this. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. Who? Let's go. Let's rip a bit. Let's rip, rip the bandaid off. Okay. So, Mudclaw. Enter Mudclaw. What's that? He demands, eyes flashing in anger. Tallstar is dead? Why didn't anyone tell him? Okay, honestly, Awkward. okay, honestly, honestly, I am on his side a little bit. I am, yeah, I am a bit on his side because, okay, here's the thing. Um, guys, don't take any advice from me, but I have been alive for give a bit. It. And I will say, I have noticed. Nearly 30 years. Nearly. Um, when someone's, like, a disrespectful person like Mudclaw is, like, just in the essence of who they are, um, if you put them in a situation where they're forced to be respectful, like, you know, a funeral <laughs> where the person is giving their dying wish... A deathbed, yeah, a deathbed. It, it does yeah. make that disrespectful person, if they have, like, an ounce of self, like, awareness, doesn't work on everyone. Like, there are sometimes wild people do what wild people will do. But I feel like there's enough of self-awareness that if you had forced Mudclaw to witness um, his disavowment by his leader, father, grandfather figure, and, like beloved symbol of let's be wrong let's be real peace but he he is wrong i don't think the clans will ever be united like friends <laughs> that was a that was a fun pipe dream grandpa um it, it it will force them to compromise so what i'm saying is someone's being disrespectful to you always cc your boss <laughs> yeah. 
That is, that's, that's good. So what, okay. Yeah. What could possibly happen so, next? Well, Firestar says that Tallstar died just moments ago. There, there hasn't been a chance to tell anyone. Oh, weird. Why are you here? How did you find out then? Firestar? Webfoot tells Mudclaw that he's their leader now. Hey, they Webfoot. will all grieve, but they need him to come help them settle into their new home. Uh, oh, hey, oh, ooh, uh, hey guys, hey, uh, Actually, real quick, ooh. real quick, let me just, let me just scooch in there, um. <laughs> when clan cats murmur their agreement, oh, and Mudclaw dips his head to acknowledge them. Oh, lord. Oh, no, oh, man, uh-oh. With eyes gleaming with fury. He tells Firestar that he should have come to find him. Why should a ThunderClan cat announce WindClan's news? Ah! Uh, fair. Does, does it, uh, hey, bud? Hey. Hey. Uh. Who was the guy chosen secondarily? One Whisker. Hey, One Whisker. Maybe a good time for you to say something about the or like Barkface could have done it, you know, the medicine cat. Right, honestly, I like Our I I'm very figure. I'm very much confused why I <sighs> Okay. Firestar can't keep his paws out of other people's business, can he? He really can't. He's got way too many kettles. So many kettles. I don't know why I said that. It's I don't know either, but we're rolling with it. Alright, well now we're stuck with it. What what could possibly happen next? Firestar insists that this is what Tallstar wanted. Uh -huh. well, he didn't really necessarily f say Firestar spread the good word. Yeah. But I mean, that's... He did invite Firestar, so... Well, Mudclaw needs to listen to what he's trying to tell him. Firestar says that before Tallstar died, he made one whisker his deputy. What? Mudclaw screeched in disbelief. Oh god! Oh god! I like, I like can't. Like I, I feel like I, I, I want to look away. It's like a train wreck. This is like this is awkward. I don't like. We've had some intense, really awkward. We have had some intense moments politically in this series before, but whoa. This is a level of awkwardness I was not prepared for. Yeah. Yup. Oh, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty awesome. I'll be honest. I wasn't expecting it, so this is pretty wicked wild. I'm kind of all for it, to be honest. So Mudclaw isn't our leader, Webfoot asks. <laughs> Mouse dung to that, says a Black Wind Clan cat, oh. and I'm assuming it's Night Cloud. She wasn't named here, and I don't think she's even in the allegiances, but it's Night Cloud. There's no better cat able to lead the clan than Mudclaw. Should I know Night Cloud, Cloud, Night Cloud at all? No, not yet. Okay, good. But um, I was just like, oh, who could this be? And I went to the allegiances, and I'm like, it doesn't list a Black cat. And then a few paragraphs later, they mentioned Night Cloud, and I'm like, oh, obviously. If it were up to Brambleclaw, he thinks that one whisker would make a better leader. 
it's super not up to you, buddy. Yeah, Bruce, <laughs> so. well, your opinion was actually not asked. He's the narrator. At least he put it in. He, I'm glad he kept that in a thought bubble, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been He's pretty like, oh, embarrassing. Actually, I vote for one whisker. Yeah, I'm glad he. It would have been pretty embarrassing if he had um, tried to say that out loud in any capacity. Yeah. One whisker says that it's as much of a shock to him, and he'd like Mudclaw to carry on being Wind Clan's deputy. He needs his support and experience every paw step of the way. Mudclaw asks One Whisker if he thinks he even believes this load of fox dung. Every cat knows that Tallstar practically handed WindClan to Firestar before leaving the forest. Oh. And he always felt more loyal to ThunderClan than they ever deserved. Oh. And now Firestar tells them that his friend One Whisker is to be leader? Oh my god! He asks if any other cat witnessed this convenient change of mind. Brambleclaw comes up. It was like Brambleclaw. Brambleclaw. Says, I did. Oh, I feel like uh, at this point, if I was, if I was Mudclaw, I'd be like, Oh wow, how convenient, Brambleclaw. His once, his once protege, the guy dating his daughter. There aren't any conflictions there. Well, he heard Tallstar make One Whisker deputy, but he doesn't mention that Tallstar used the wrong words to do it. Honestly, that'll just be Good another call. thing. Like, we always question, like, God, our existence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet we don't even ever actually discuss it. <laughs> you ready for a little flashback? Oh, what is going on? <laughs> they're going to pull they're gonna pull the rug away from us and be like and now yeah. a flashback and it's like okay it's like they just were like let's do a musical number. This is a courtroom drama. Okay? Well how so he flashes back being an apprentice. All right, he's an apprentice again in ThunderClan camp in the Elder's Den. Brambleclaw? Yeah. Oh, okay. And he remembers how the elders would tell stories about times before they were born. And he remembers Dappletail talking about when Firestar had been made deputy. Which Brambleclaw actually had been born by them, but he was baby. Yeah, I mean, I think it's... If my If my grandparents were talking about a time when I was two... You can talk about that as if I wasn't born yet, because cognitively, I was not really they just They just made a point to say before they were born and then told this story, so I just want to keep the record straight. With the twist they just pulled, I'm going to let it slide. Because honestly, when you just made the mess of a century, can you blame them? For getting a couple little facts wrong. Yes, always. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> Have a series Bible, please. <sighs> so they had talked about how Tiger Claw's treachery had distressed Blue Star so much that the ceremony to name a deputy was delayed. Oh, yeah! Brambleclaw's fur had crawled then to hear his father talked about in such grim tones. Well,. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, but he was still definitely feeling the, you're your father's son. Yeah, I know. Evil boy. I honestly, um, once again, I really thought we coped with this all last series, but okay. I guess this, it's always fun to repeat the same storyline. Firestar had been made deputy after Moon High, breaking the warrior code. Ba, 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 ba. And Captain Thunderclan. And that doomed us, right? That just absolutely doomed us. Honestly, to be well, decided. Cap's... Well, Cats in Thunderclan had doubts if he even had a right to become deputy. Brambleclaw brings himself back to the present. Alright, we're back. That was kind of a weird example, but I understand. Well, it's his realization that Firestar's deputy ceremony had been wrong, so no wonder he wants to defend one whisker. So, like, he's like, oh, me too, bro. I feel you. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really a deputy ceremony, though. It was a, you are this now. Yeah, I mean, that's why it was wrong. I, I, okay, waiting one extra day to do something versus doing something entirely different. Yeah, they're both wrong, but I would say one is a slightly more extreme. Yes. One was waiting to- At least everybody got to witness. Like, the first one was paying a parking ticket one day late, so you have to pay, like, a, a little fee. The second one was uh, parking in front of a fire hydrant. And, and the building next to you is on fire. And being like, well, yeah, they'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, Mudclaw narrows his eyes. Another ThunderClan cat? He asks what Firestar <laughs> offered him to back him up. Did he promise to make Brambleclaw deputy of ThunderClan? Wait, bro, he already was. Like, unofficially. No, everybody's been sharing those duties. Ew. Well- Any temptation to blurt (laughs) out the truth vanished in an instant. And he struggles not to leap at Mudclaw. Oh. Okay. You know what? That's- Good job, Bramble. I like- Boy- I love our Bramble Claw. Sometimes I-, I wish he would give in to his um inner chaos in in this way sometimes a little bit more. I kinda just want him to get into a fu- just just punch him. Just once, dude. Just yeah, just get, throw a punch, why not? What's there a second? <laughs> Firestar looks down with cold fury in his eyes. <laughs> How dare Mudclaw question his word or his warriors? Tallstar's decision was made in the sight of Star Clan. Mudclaw asks how he knows. Is he a medicine cat all of a sudden? And Firestar says his decision was clear enough. <laughs> it was it was alright. <laughs> it was pretty it was fine. Mudclaw turns to his clanmates and asks if they're going to accept this. Are they going to let ThunderClan choose their leader for them? He turns back to One Whisker and asks how many of their warriors would follow him. He's a sniveling, crow-food-eating traitor. Oh! Whoa! Where did that come from? 
I guess he likes Firestar too much. You can't just say, dude. I was like, what? I was kind of on your side. I, like, I kind of thought you had a point, but then you just. No need to call people names. Yeah, especially names with like no, n- like no backup to it. Like if you called him like a coward. Because he's pretty, being pretty cowardly. Like, alright. He called him, like, a, a, a dishonest. Like, I, I can see it. He thinks he's lying. A traitor? I guess maybe if he thinks he's lying, that's traitorous. I, I guess. But pretty harsh. Well, before one whisker can speak, Crowfeather comes to the base of the stump. Oh my god. I will follow one whisker, <gasps> says clearly, eyes still shining with grief. He three three points to Crowfeather! Three! Wow! Let me grab my pen. All right. Let me, let me touch, let me touch my microphone a lot. <laughs> it's okay. That... We needed that. We really did need that. Alright, plus three for Crowfeather. Supportive cane Crowfeather. Look at him. There he is. Yeah, look how much you can get done with that when you're not being, you know, the worst. Well, he journeyed with Brambleclaw and knows he would not lie. <gasps> it's okay. So That's part of his three. It's part of his three. He raises his head to meet One Whisker's eyes. One Star, I greet you as the leader of my clan. And Wind Clan cats raise their voices behind them. Yeah, One Star, One Star. Okay, I get. I'm now okay. Crow feather fans, I understand. Cause there's something about a sensitive dude. He's like a knight. He's like a depressed knight. Yeah. He's chivalrous. Very sad boy knight. Like, I, I think it's, it's you know, as a lesbian, I'm like, ugh, why? I don't want this dude hanging around. But if- Yeah, same. If I if I was, you know, attracted to men, I think I'd be like, oh, all right, man. all right. <laughs> this is pretty cool, dude. He's, he's a bit of an, an Edward Cullen guy, you know? Yeah. A little bit, like, outdated, a little bit stately, but- He's a gentleman, I suppose. But some sounded uncertain. Or <laughs> oh, one defiant. star. One, one star. Ooh, okay. This isn't gonna be easy for one whisker. Black star and leopard star exchange amused glances at the edge of the crowd. They're not sad to see quarrels within wind clouds. Those two old like... queens! <laughs> They're just like, ooh, look at this. Those two (laughs) I'm They're pretty far from Winkland territory wise, though. So fun. I'm I feel like I Oh This is it's like a it's a play of errors. It's a it's a tragedy of errors. (laughs) Or comedy of errors, that's the word. Oh my god. 
what could, what what's next one whisker one whisker thanks crowfeather but begs him not to call him one whisker or one star yet he hasn't received his name or nine lives from star clan yet uh-oh and you never will mudclaw snarled he's not their leader he can come down here and fight if he dares Ooh. Then they'll see who'll make a better leader for Wind Clan. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> One whisker looks ready to leap down and meet his chance. Oh! The Firestar stops him. Oh no, Firestar's come like, on! No. Brambleclaw braces it's himself to It's been so long Mudclaw since we've had a battle, leaps. guys. That's fine. It's, I mean, we have been starving. We haven't had one all series, have we? We've been, like, starving and dying. Besides skirmishes. Yeah, but we haven't had, we haven't had some good, like, warrior to warrior fights, battles in a while. We have not. We have not. I mean, I'm usually not one for bloodshed, but. It's warrior cats. It's warrior cats. It's in the title. Okay. But he got stopped, stop. so... Ugh. Yeah, stop. An outraged cry sounds from Barkface. Okay. Clan leaders have never been chosen by fighting. And would he start a fight with Tallstar's spirit still watching over us? But Tallstar's got its popcorn. Yeah, this Tall... Really it, Are you it. kidding me? <laughs> Tallstar got up there for two seconds. Blue Star tackled him to the ground. And then Yellowfang said... Girls, stop fighting. We're missing the show. <laughs> Honestly, was 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 one was 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 Tallstar communing with um with freaking uh Spotted Leaf to get tips on how to instigate like the most wild like inter uh relationship issues p- possible like was he like dying and she was like whispering in his ear like hey man so you're almost here he's like whoa who are you you smell good and she's like yeah i know um i'm not firestar's <laughs> girlfriend i'm his ghost girlfriend mistress and uh that he doesn't like um well <laughs> and uh Here's what I think you should do if you want to have a fun time once you're dead. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Things have been pretty boring up here. We've just had to, like, move all our stuff around. Uh, Kind of boring. We missed the battles. So, here's my idea. <laughs> we haven't been able to start a lot of drama up here in Star Clan lately, yeah. so, uh... As our bridge right now, you want to uh, stir the pot a bit? Yeah. Maybe throwing some, just a little bit of spice in there. He's like, I've been dying to do just this. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyways, Barkface says they should be sitting vigil for him, not fighting over <laughs> who is taking his place. <laughs> they betray him acting like this. This is a funeral. Get it together. Well, he glances to Firestar and says he believes what the Thunderclan cats say. This was Tallstar's choice, and they need to accept it. Oh well, very on brand. Hey, it's uh, that's uh, 
Well, hey, if uh, the medicine cat says so. <laughs> or we'd argue. Mudclaw growls very well. Oh, God. The hatred he looks at one whisker with is like poison. Well, he says one whisker is brave enough to stand up there with his ThunderClan friends to back him up. But if he thinks Mudclaw will serve as his deputy, he's wrong. I I wasn't going to ch- choose you. No, he he did try. He he did try to choose Mudclaw as his deputy. <laughs> I missed that part. That, oh, that did, you, did you miss that? Yeah, he was like, hey, I, I would like you to continue serving as deputy. Oh, I totally missed that part. Sorry. Oh, yeah. He that did. was kind of stupid. Like, I'm going to need your skill and experience. And that was, was like, that was kind uh, of a... Yeah. I well, mean, that, that was like, he, like, kind of tr- he was trying face. to extend that olive branch, but yeah. really he should have known better. Yeah. Really, it was more like beating him with a branch, but... Well, one whisker says Beating very into well. Submission. He's sorry, that's his decision. <laughs> well, he's sorry, that's his decision. Mudclaw spat and followed Barkface to retrieve Tallstar's body. Oh my god! Firestar whispers to one whisker that he needs to appoint another deputy now. He can't lead this clan alone, and he needs the support if Mudclaw makes things difficult. I... Brambleclaw briefly wonders if he'd choose Crowfeather. He's like a baby, though, still. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, he'd been made a warrior too recently. Yeah, like, and you know, literally last part of the warrior code is a- last week. <laughs> well, yeah, and like a deputy is supposed to have had an apprentice. Yeah. You have to have an apprentice to be deputy. Um, but also, uh, he carried the taint of being friendly with ThunderClan. Since he's close with Brambleclaw and Squirrel. Face. Okay, uh, guys, that so doesn't still... literally this whole clan carries that taint. Yeah, but you know, so it's like, oh, the Crowfeather's not. I mean, the most the most thing is he's still kind of baby. Yeah. So like, don't. I think yeah, I think that's more of the issue than. But okay. So one whisker needs an experienced cat, trusted by Wind Clan, but not too popular with the other clans. A choice every cat would approve of, even Mudclaw. One whisker closes his eyes to think, then looks down to his clanmates and says the word to appoint a new deputy. The correct words this time. He uses the correct words. Do we know these words? Have these been said before? Oh, yeah. I mean, do you want me to read no, them to you? I don't care. Okay. Yeah, I just decide that we don't need to. I don't, I'm not, I'm not really ceremonies. that concerned with the... um and circumstance to be honest yeah so i'm just gonna tell you that they're the right words and you just gotta trust me on that (laughs) ashfoot will be the new deputy of wind clan cool yeah i don't know who that is brambleclaw doesn't think he even knows who that is oh oh well then that must be a good choice then (laughs) yeah 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 because if there's a gray she-cat standing (gasps) with a look of utter shock on her face a lady i love it already a lady. I'm very easy to please. Yeah, I know. Crowfeather bounds over to her to press his muzzle to hers. Wind Clan cats shout her name. Woo, Ashford! Yeah, girl. All right. No, Ashfoot. Ash- Ashfoot. Ashfoot. I know it's hard. Sorry, I didn't. I, I even. It's okay. I even accidentally typed Ashfur once. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Is Ashfur a different character? 
Yeah, he's in Thunder Clan. Oh. Uh, anyway, yeah, Ashfoot. We're gonna get to know him pretty well. Uh, I imagine so. He just basically became a character. Well, Brambleclaw, seeing her, Brambleclaw remembers that uh, she's Crowfeather's mom. That's his mom. Oh. Oh wow. So he goes up. He's so you know, right away he goes up and he's like, "Oh, mom, I'm so proud of you, mom. You deserve this, mom. You're the best. I love you." He does do that. Crowfeather, well, yeah, Crowfeather bounds over to her to press his muzzle to hers. Alright. Give him another point. For mom love? For respecting his mom's career and supporting her? Are you kidding me? Yeah. And that he he didn't even hesitate. He didn't. It's like, you know. So, wow, he's got four points. This has been a a, a tw- twisting, turning episode, to be fair. Yes, yes. This is a lot of shocks, a lot of surprises. So it's... I think it's fair that he has gotten some points. What? So... What now? Well, Brambleclaw has seen her at gatherings, and she seems to be a popular choice by the reaction of WinClan cats. I don't think anything is going to, down. like, um, calm the fire of uh, Monsieur Mudclaw. One whisker jumps down to touch his nose to hers. She thanks him. She never imagined. I know, he says, giving her ear a quick <laughs> lick. That's why he chose her. He didn't want a cat who thought that she deserved power. He wants a cat who will help him make their clan strong again when they reach their new home. Ashford Then that's what I'll do. Aww. That's adorable. Hey, who's Crowfeather's dad? Um, according to, like, the wiki, it's, um, uh, Deadfoot, who was actually the previous WinClan deputy before Mudclaw. Oh, is he dead? And is the one who chose, he is dead, and he's the one who, up in StarClan, chose Crowfeather to go on the journey. Oh, right, I remember that. They were kind of like, oh, nepotism, baby. <laughs> I don't even know when that was decided. Also, pretty funny like, that he's dead and his from. name is Deadfoot. It, it, so it was named, so it shall be. I mean, it it almost seems like they named that. I named him Dead Kit. Oh my god. No, I don't think so. He was um he was probably he they did the awful uh ableist renaming for your disability. Yeah, I was like, did he have, like, oh, man, did he have, yeah, like, a had, leg that didn't move? He had, like, a twisted paw. Guys! Yeah. You don't just, like, if your name is Joe and you break your leg, people don't just call you leg broke. <laughs> Broken leg Joe. Like, you don't do that. Okay. Um... Well, I thought it'd be like a, it was like a funny haha. They could remember that he they wanted to make like a note that he was dead, so they just called him dead. But but now, now I'm sad. No, he was he was very much alive in the first series. Oh, he died somewhere in between the two. Ah. Off screen death. Ah. Oh, usually reserved for moms. Right? Yeah. So, all right, dad. Bye. 
Anyway. One Whisker thanks Firestar. He's sorry that was so difficult. He never imagined Mudclaw would accuse him of lying. Firestar <laughs> okay. And Firestar wow, like, you I were did. way I more hopeful it. than I was. I was not surprised. He's like, nope, this is exactly what I expected. But it seems like One Whisker has most of the clan behind him now. One Whisker nods, but there's a flash of anxiety. How will he get his names and nine lives from Star Clan? And those are very, very Should stars. he go back to High Stones? All the way? Uh, Firestar me. said that'd be the most mouse-brained thing he could do. Because it would take him nearly a moon, and Mudclaw wouldn't be sitting on his paws doing nothing. That's for sure. Yeah, he'd be campaigning, going door to door. Yeah. One whisker sighs. He's right. This isn't the time to leave his clan. But they need to find some way to share tongues with Star Clan. Yeah. Ashfoot says confidently that there must be another moonstone nearby. Otherwise, Star Clan wouldn't have brought them here. They'll find it as quickly as they can. But until then, his clan's loyalty will have to be enough to keep One Whisker as leader. Oh my god, he's gonna die! <laughs> like, I feel like we're about to like experience like an assassination attempt storyline. I'm really nervous. Yeah, One Whisker still, <laughs> One Whisker still looks uneasy, and Brambleclaw can see why. Uh, yeah, I also it's not just I also see. It's not just Mudclaw. Webfoot and Nightcloud also don't seem very happy with the sudden change in leader. I don't know who any of those people are. There could be more. Yeah, they spoke up earlier. Uh, yeah, I, uh, Inconsequential okay. right now. Every time we're in a different clan. <laughs> I know. One Whisker says there is nothing they can do now. They must sit vigil for Tallstar. One Whisker goes to Tallstar's body and pushes his nose into his fur. Crowfeather and Ashfoot settle on either side of him, as if protecting him while he grieved. Brambleclaw knows that they can't sit a full vigil for him, since the clans would soon move to their new homes. His mind whirls. He feels as if the whole warrior code was tumbling down around him, shattering under the pressure of moving to their new home. Oh, well, I mean, that, that has happened... That'll keep probably keep happening. Yeah. One whisker made a wise choice naming Ashfoot as deputy. I mean... remarks to Brambleclaw. Oh yeah, no, that was actually a solid choice. Sorry, I thought we were talking about yeah. something that um. I thought we were talking about the choice of uh. Uh, the Monsieur, our wonderful, dramatic, um, Tallstar. <laughs> yeah. Well, what can Brambleclaw say to that when Firestar had refused to make the similar choice for ThunderClan? <laughs> he tries he tries to find the words that would express his respect for Firestar and Greystripe's friendship while making it clear that ThunderClan needed a deputy. And Firestar seems to sense what he's thinking. Yeah, how could I not? They have you no proof so Greystripe well. is dead. <laughs> well, they have no proof Greystripe is dead, he insists. If he isn't, he'll return to ThunderClan. How could he appoint another cat in his place? I mean, like, I, yeah, like, your, your, your loyalty, I, I admire it, dude, but oh my god. Okay. But sometimes you just, you just gotta need a little bud. more support. 
Well, Brambleclaw points out that RiverClan appointed Hawkfrost as deputy when Mistyfoot went missing. And that went super- that's not a good point. that's not a good example. Well, Firestar said that was different. They didn't know what was happening then. I mean- No, they didn't know that they were being trapped. You don't really so know! So is being- Well, Graystripe is being held prisoner somewhere, and soon he'll escape and come back to them. <sighs> that's like- that's really hopeful, Firestar. He won't give up until he's seen his body with his own eyes. You know, you can say a lot of things about Firestar. But one thing you can't say is that he isn't loyal. That's very he's, true. He's loyal to a fault. <laughs> Probably. But only to his man. Just a great Not even his wife. No, you can't. Oh, God. I'd replace you with a ghost in an instant, honey. But my boyfriend? Never. My boyfriend? I don't think so. You can say many things, but you can't say he's not a simp for Graystripe. Yeah, God. Brambleclaw wonders who he's trying to convince. Firestar turns and goes to sit vigil for Tallstar. Brambleclaw watches him go. Guilt and frustration churns in his belly. He wants to be deputy. What's so dreadful about that? You haven't actually Remember expressed Tiger that. Star, a small voice says. Well, he, he's internally... No, I know. He's, like, guilting himself for his own thoughts. This is hilarious. Okay, so, remember Tigerstar, a small voice says. But he's nothing like Tigerstar. He's worked hard and risked his life for his clan. No cat could say he didn't deserve to be deputy. Which, I mean, Tigerstar, too. Tigerstar did become yeah, deputy. Yeah, like, Tigerstar was he a good that. deputy. We're not, well. I mean, he killed while, the other deputies, of course. For, yeah, but, I mean, before we knew that, though. Yeah. He's like, alright. Probably. Squirrel. Squirrel Flight slips from the shadows and touches noses with her father. They settle down side by side just outside the circle of grieving WindClan cats. Their flame-colored pelts mingled together. Brambleclaw is shook by a pang of envy. He had quarreled with Squirrel Flight over Hawkfrost, and his sister Tawny Pelt is in another clan. He doesn't have any cat to share that uncomplicated affection that Squirrel Flight has with Firestar. Please get a friend. Other than Brambleclaw. Squirrel Flight. <laughs> Please find any other friends, Brambleclaw. But it's not healthy in any relationship to not have, a, like, other people to talk yeah. to. Yeah. Brambleclaw wonders how many times he has to prove himself. Hawkfrost doesn't seem to have this problem in RiverClan. Uh, and Tigerstar was his father, too. You're just making things up. You're just making up assumptions, right? He's really just saying whatever. No one's asking you to prove yourself. It's it, the pro it's well, not he... about you. It's Firestar's issue. Yeah, like, this is... The the issue of not becoming deputy is a Firestar issue. He's really I mean, reading Firestar's into gotta, this, would... like... In the worst yeah. possible way. I know he's not really getting a lot of guidance from Firestar to not read it that way, but holy crap. 
but he feels a sudden desire to seek Hawkfrost out and talk to him. But that's not a good idea. But the clans are going to be going their separate ways soon, so the moment for that has passed. Okay, oh, thank God. Good. Oh, that's such a bad idea. Bramblegall wants to be deputy so much that it hurt. No. Why couldn't Firestar and Squirrelflight trust him? That's... Uh, they, nobody's not trusting you, bro. Not what's happening here? Firestar has literally been like relying on you for like since you got back from the journey. Like, uh, he's been trusting you. Uh, why? Why are you? Squirrel flight's never said anything. Is this whole series just uh, us gonna be like, sh like stroking his ego? Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. No, you're such a good warrior. Good boy, Brambleclaw. Oh, go to Good therapy. Wow. Stop making us do your emotional labor. Please, Brambleclaw, go to therapy. Go talk to your mom! Go talk to your... Yeah, you're, you're, you're jealous of Firestar's relationship with his daughter? Your mom's still alive. Like, your mom's right over there. Oh, my Your mom's God. right there, Brambleclaw. Go curl up with her. She'd love that. She, she really You're would. You're baby boy. You're the only child her baby she boy. can see. Yeah, no yeah, her other one died, and the other one's in Shadow Clan. Wait, they had a third sibling? No, Swiftpaw was actually her kid from a previous Oh, right. Oh, right. And then he got torn apart yep, by yep, dogs. Yep, yep, yep. That was, so, uh... Yep, 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 yep. Pretty rough. So she would love it if her baby boy came and curled up with her yeah. for some comfort. Or if you just, like, talk to her. Like, she would yeah, set you right. Say, hey, Be like, Mom, your dad was not... What What are you talking about? Like, hey. Hey, Mom. Hey, kid, I've, I, I've met I've that hot girlfriend. frost kid. He is not... He's not that impressive. Not worth it. Not worth You do not trouble. want to aspire to be like that. Are you kidding me? Well, he doesn't do any of that, of course. <sighs> his mom, like he should. But he shuts his eyes, and his claws sank into the ground as a wave of hunger swept blackly over him. Go take a nap. Turning his blood to ice. You're hungry? Go get a snack. Don't, don't be... Go get a Don't snack. turn evil. God... <laughs> Okay, it's it's okay. This is so crazy because I was gonna comment earlier that watching the like decline of Mudclaw's character from like a regular cat into ooh, that's probably gonna be a problem in a book or so. Mm. Like that was very well crafted. This <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess this is just kind of a spiral. This is like. A spiral with, with no. I don't know what set it off. It's a. He started. It was his brother saying one night. Like thing literally, to him. less than a set. Ah, but the thing is, is it doesn't really work because he from, from up until this point he has not been unhinged at all. Yeah, he's been he's been pretty yeah. So, I mean, I guess this was the breaking point. I, from what? I guess he. I guess, you know, at first, you know, as an apprentice, he had to deal with being in his father's shadow, where even Firestar seemed to be afraid of him and didn't trust and, him. But then I thought we had that and conversation we got over that. and we progressed. Yeah. 
yeah, we got over that, and I think he's felt comfortable, and now he meets Hawk Frost, who maybe, maybe he realizes that Hawk Frost is trouble, but if Hawk Frost is trouble because Tyrosar's his father, then what does that mean for him? So, you know, I think maybe he's having maybe a bit of an, a, another identity crisis. Uh, or just, like, yeah, he's just backsliding. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, well, something new has been introduced. We have a brother now. I mean, we do have a sister, but we're never, ever going to mention her. I just ever. feel like if every inconvenient thing that happens to you ends up turning you, like, this close to the, into a wreck. the breaking point, I don't think we actually had any progress to begin with. <laughs> Ugh. Maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe he had him fully healed. I guess so. Maybe we're realizing wanna... that now. I guess, alright, do whatever you gotta do to justify it. It's still pretty annoying. Yeah, no, it's really annoying. Um, yeah. Alright. We did, guess what? What? We got through two chapters. Ah! That proves, like, we aren't really just as that slow was... as we think we are. We just... That was a lot, though. No, that was a lot. There was a lot to unpack there. There was a lot to savor. Um, Yeah. That was 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 a a flavor-packed episode. Yeah, it was. It was a flavor-blasted episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Folks, thank you again for sticking with us through 150 episodes. We hope to be here for 150 more. Um, It's... Heck yeah. It's been awesome. It's been great. I love it. I love doing this with you, Maureen. Um, oh, and I love doing it with you. Yeah. Really, I just conned a friend into talking about Warrior Cast with me for an hour a week. And oh, now she loves it. He fell for my trap. <laughs> well, I am stop- fully Stockholm gotcha. syndromed into it, so. <laughs> yep, yep. And here, um, here we are. When you get drama like this, <sighs> where else? Right? Um, mm. folks, uh, if you want to celebrate our 150th episode with us, you can follow us on Twitter or on Instagram at WCWITCast. And if you want to email us, uh, you can contact us at WCWITCast at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, the best way you can do that is share it with a friend. Be like, do you have two hours to just sit down and be overwhelmed? <laughs> How many twists can we get in one yeah. episode? Do you think Do you think you can, like, sit there for two hours, listen to all this, and then sit for another hour in the darkness, staring up at your ceiling and just, like, whew, try to do deep breathing exercises? Also, why? Oh. <laughs> uh, um. Oh. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. This has been so fun. And what a ride. It's going to keep being fun. It's going to be great. Yeah. And it's only, we've only scratched the surface. Over 80 books and counting. And we've only done 11. That's like an eighth of them. Yeah, so buckle in. And they just keep coming. So buckle up. Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that?